what is up? Welcome to Living a Kick-Ass Life. In this podcast, you're going to get weekly high-energy tips on how to follow your passion, break free from the status quo, and step into your power as you create a life you love. I don't mess around, so you're going to be getting real and raw, life-changing information. And if you choose to follow through, you will experience a complete transformation. I'm your host, Nikaila Mariah, and I'm a transformational life and business coach, a master mindset strategist, and a certified energy healer. I help humans dig down deep, rid their lives of negativity, and fall deeply in love with themselves as they create a life of wealth and ease. All right, guys, let's do this shit. What is up? Nikaila Mariah here, and we are going to get started here on Kick Ass at Life. I'm so excited to be coming to you today. We have a topic that's very near and dear to my heart because it's something I struggled with for a long time and something that so many of my clients struggle with. And I really want to get to the root of this issue and help find any sort of ease or comfort or direction that we can get around this. Today, we're actually talking about self-sabotage or getting in your own way. I know, raise your hand if you've done this before. I know we all have and we don't need to do it anymore. It's silly and it takes all this time, this precious energy away from us. And and there's some really simple things that we can do to negate this and also to discover the root of the issue more importantly and be able to change, to condition our mind to think differently, to act differently, to do differently so that we truly can live a kick-ass life. So let's get started. So first of all, what is self-sabotage, right? It's basically any action that gets in the way of what you intend. So like if you have a really big goal in your business or if you want to have an incredible relationship, anything you intend to happen in your life. And and those are some of the things we often sabotage the most is our career success, our financial success, or our relationship success, right? Um, Those are things that can bring us a lot of joy and happiness. And of course, um, things that we... we choose to, you know, sabotage or get in the way of first because of all of the fears that are associated with them. So um, here's a couple of reasons why we self-sabotage. Um, there's many reasons, many ways we self-sabotage, such as, you know, if you're on a diet, if you're trying to lose weight, if you have a certain fitness goal and it's just like going to all the unhealthiest foods or you worked out great for three weeks and then it's like, oh, I'm just going to have one slice of cake. And then that leads to you eating half of the cake. And then you're like, oh, you only live once, you know? And then the next day you're feeling guilty and icky about yourself. Or if you have a beautiful relationship going on and you're getting scared, and I'm going to talk about this one in a little bit, because this was one of my issues, you know, and you try to push them away or do things that will, will make it so that you are less likely to get hurt, that you're the one causing the pain, right? That's a self-sabotaging behavior. Or if you have a huge deadline at work, something big to complete, or if you're an entrepreneur and you know, everything's on you and you're like, oh, right after the next Netflix episode, you know, I got to rest my mind. I got to relax my spirit. And you have all these excuses why it's okay. But if you look at your long-term goal, the thing that is best for you would be get started on your work right now. And so it's like self-sabotage to, to identify it. You have to be able to compare, you know, this is what I want in the long term, And this is the choice that I'm making now. What are the long-term effects of this choice that I'm making now? And a lot of times we don't do that. 
So why do we self-sabotage? The num and there, like I said, are several reasons. The number one reason that I found in my um, clients is low self-worth. So just feeling like you don't even deserve happiness, right? Like we try and we try, try and we try our whole life to find this thing called happiness. And then right before we get it, right before we get to touch it, right, we find some way to completely screw it up. Um, so I'm gonna give you a little. I'm going to give you a little bit of my backstory with the self-worth one. Um, my husband actually currently, when we started dating, um, I, you know, had been, I come from an abusive marriage, you know, about six years prior, I was still working on he healing myself. But what I did was I dove into work and I got all of my worth and my fulfillment from work and from raising my two kids. And I, it, that wasn't true lasting fulfillment, right? It was superficial, but I thought I, I was on top of the world. And then along comes this Prince Charming, treating me so right, treating me so good. And, um, the guy that I've been praying for my whole life, you know, just waltzes up and knocks on my door and here he is delivered and I panic, right? A couple months into dating, I remember having the thought like, oh my gosh, I might want to marry this guy. And that's the moment everything changed. I started pushing him away, getting cold, numbing myself out, being raunchy to him, anything I could do to push him away. I ended up making it so that we broke up. I, I pushed him and pushed him, pushed him. And finally one day, you know, told him I didn't love him. I didn't want to be with him and, and said some really hurtful things all because I was scared to be happy. Of course, you know, we're married now. And so, you know, I worked on myself. I did the work. We got back together. We went to counseling It all. It all ended up working out, but it wasn't until I looked at myself and realized like, whoa, you just messed up something really important to you. Why would you do that? And, you know, I had been doing that on a daily basis with small things in my life every day, right? Like I could have been way more ahead in my career, but I, but I was always afraid of being like the top, the most successful, right? It was like that feeling of unworthiness. And, and I always found simple little ways to sabotage, but this one huge blow really made me look deep within myself and say, girl, like what is going on? And that's when the real, that's when the real work started. And I, and I ask you, you know, look at your life. Is there something huge, you know, that you've pushed away, that you've sabotaged, that you've destroyed, whether it's work or relationship or, or personal or financial. And have you questioned why and how that came about? That's one of the things we're really going to dive into is reflecting and calling yourself out on the self-sabotage rather than continuing to let yourself get away with it. Like I said, at the beginning, it's all about what what will this choice cause in the long run in my life, right? Not so much the short term. So next thing we're going to talk about is control. This is a huge one. Um, I love this one. I was a control freak for so long. I still work on letting go of control all the time, but it's a huge thing. And especially if you're a woman listening to this, I know actually, you know what? Men and all my men and women clients, they both struggle with this just in different ways. But self-sabotage, as weird as it sounds, is something we control and it's something we do to sabotage ourselves because it's like the one thing we have control of. And it's like, if we caused it, at least we were expecting it, right? There's no way to be surprised if we are the ones that caused our failure, if we are the ones that caused it to go sour, if we are the ones that did the pushing away or the stomping or the destroying, right? At least we were in control. And that makes it a little less painful if we were supposedly going to fail or if happiness was going to fall away from us. And we have these reasons to, to almost break our fall, to make it a little less painful, right? So that's where control comes in. 
Um, I know a big one for me also was just plain flat out being bored because I was so unfulfilled with my life. I would wake up, I had this really successful career, but again, it wasn't something that fulfilled me, right? I was a principal and I loved it, but I, there was also so many things that I didn't love about it, you know, mostly the politics, but it was hard for me to really find my passion in it each and every day. And so basically I, you know, would wake up, I would get my kids ready, drop them off at daycare, um, go to work at seven in the morning, leave work around seven at night, pick up my kids, make sure they were bathed, go to sleep, wake up, do it again the next day. And I was so freaking bored because I was just running through life on the cyclical cycle, nothing ever changing. Um, and it was so boring. So what would I do? I would randomly do shit to stir things up, to, to cause a little less boredom. You know, that's when my party stage kicked in, you know, when I, I was making poor choices, you know, going out with all the wrong men, choosing things that I didn't normally choose because I was just bored out of my mind. And of course, you know, when I was out drinking the night before, was I my best at work the next day? No, I wasn't. Was I my best for my kids the next day? No, I wasn't. And so that is a form of self-sabotage. Um, self-sabotage can go come in so many different ways. You know, if you feel like you're a fraud or if you're, if you're fearful of happiness, if you're fe fearful of rejection of failure, or if you have a lot of success and you're like, constantly uh, one client described to me the other day as it was like she was holding all of these balls juggling them perfectly but she had just enough right now to not let them fall and she's like I'm constantly walking in fear that one of these balls is going to fall and then all of them are and that fear is what kind of gets you to the self-sabotaging behavior because it's like rather than wait for that one ball to drop I'm I'm just going to drop the thing myself right I'm just going to get in my own way and and so being aware, recognizing how self-sabotaging behavior shows up for us, that is the biggest part. Now, once we do that, it's about calling ourselves out and replacing them with something healthy, a different sort of habit, right? So for procrastination, you know, set a rule for yourself, you know, for procrastination, what I do is I always put my priority lists in order. So of course I have self-care at the top of my day every day, but then when I get into my really detailed goals and my things for work, I always do the three biggest priorities first, the three things that I've probably put to the end of my list because I really freaking don't want to do them. I always make sure those are the top three things I do before social media, before Facebook, before emails, before texting, before you know, making phone calls, I always do those top three things that I don't want to do first. Um, and that way there's less room for the self-sabotaging behavior as the day goes on, as my energy dwindles, things like that, right? Um, number two is be, when you take this awareness, you know, and you see things showing, showing up, don't be so critical on yourself. Don't attack yourself for being self-sabotaging, but rather say, okay, I see this behavior coming up. How can I shift it right now? Or I just experienced this, go journal it down and write down what you could have done differently. Because as you slowly start to catch yourself in this process and call yourself out and say, okay, why would I be afraid of this? Or what's causing me to sabotage this? And you can write that all out, journal it all out and get to the root of it. That's where you can start to heal and you can say, okay, 
here's my, here's the reason I'm procrastinating at my job. I'm really scared that, you know, I'll have all this expectation, this responsibility, this money, and I won't be good enough. Where is that coming from? And then once you get there, reinforce yourself positively. Like you can do this girl. Like, Hey man, you got this. Like you deserve happiness and reinforce yourself so that those self-sabotaging fears and doubts slowly go away. And it's all about conditioning your mind every single day, catching yourself every time you start to self-sabotage or that you are hard on yourself or that you begin to slip into that thing. It's about having a really large why, a why that is so compelling that any sort of self-sabotaging behavior would fall to the side. For me, my fitness goals were something I sabotaged all the time because they were I never had a big enough why, right? I would go to the gym for a couple weeks, get super excited, and then either I would randomly get sick and I wouldn't go for a week and then I'd be like, oh, it'll take me months to get back to where I was or I'll start binge eating or, you know, I'll find some reason that I can't go to the gym until I have all the weight back on me, right? I'll do something. And I realized, you know, because it was so frustrating to me, I realized it's because I didn't have a big enough why. When I dug deep and I realized the reason I really truly want these fitness goals is because I wanna feel good in my body, because I wanna have more energy for my kids, because I wanna have more energy for my clients, my business, and I wanna rep my, represent my business in the most healthy way. That's when I was going to the gym every day. Still to this day, I get out of bed and it's easy for me to put on my running shoes immediately. Like I'm like so pumped to go to the gym because I know my why is coming true. As I continue to get better and better every single day at meeting my goals, at, at reinforcing my why, telling myself why I want it, envisioning myself with that energy every day now. And I finally got down to the weight I wanted and been able to keep it, keep it off for three months. And it feels absolutely incredible. And I still have the momentum going because I found a powerful enough why. So the, the, one of the last things you can do, and there's, we could go on and on with this topic with self-sabotage, but, um, another thing that you can do is dream, right? Um, dream and take action with those dreams. So a lot of times people forget, right? And, and ignorance is one of those self-sabotaging behaviors, not allowing yourself to grow and, and expand and just staying stuck in that comfort zone and not exposing yourself to that new growth and challenge. So I, I challenge you to dream, feel what it feels like to have the life you want, get that really deep rooted why, you know, feel what it feels like to have that success in your job, to be the man or woman that your partner deserves, to be the successful entrepreneur, to be um, whatever it is that you're trying to be, feel it in your body, write it down how it feels, what your life is like when you get there. And every time you start to sway, you start to fall away, that's when you say to yourself, this is my why, this is what I want to feel. And you reset immediately before giving into those self-sabotaging behaviors. So the ideal time to do this, to, to reflect, to, to pinpoint your self-sabotaging behaviors is while you're doing it in that moment so that you can slowly turn or turn it around so that you can literally interrupt that sentence, that self-sabotaging sentence, like, Oh, maybe just one bite of the donut. Like, Oh, maybe just one more Netflix episode. And you could stop it and you say, what is really important to me in the long run? And you can turn it around. Um, and then, you know, just having that really strong self-supporting behavior system, um, ask yourself every day, 
what can I do to get closer to my goal? And, and really write down your reason for wanting to complete your goal in the morning. Set yourself up in the beginning of the day with, with self-care, with self-love, with knowing that you're worth it. And you know, praying, meditating, doing the things that, that bring you peace, that bring calm and resolve to your life. And being able to say to yourself, I do deserve success. I do deserve happiness and I'm willing to change you know, self-sabotage really when it's called out, when it can be faced, when it can be faced head on, it, it starts to slowly go away. And it's something, yes, that it does take time to work on. It does take creating a habit every single day, but with the right support and with the right people on your side, with the right why inside and with big enough reason to want to change, you will. So I love you guys so much. I appreciate you listening to this episode on self-sabotage. As always, I love to hear feedback. I love to hear where you're at on your journey. Feel free to email me at nakila at nakilamariah.com or hit me up on Facebook or in my Instagram DMs. Let me know if you have self-sabotaging behavior, where you're at in this process and what you've done to counteract it. I'm here supporting you every step of the way. And if you're ready for more, head over to my website, check it out, read, read our latest blog posts, listen to more episodes of this beautiful podcast and share with anyone you think would resonate. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Have a beautiful day. Bye. And that my friends is how we kick ass in life. Before you go, I want to remind you that you get to choose how you show up in life every single day. You are the creator of your world and you have unlimited potential. So make the choice every day to be the best you that you can be. You know I love to hear about your breakthroughs. Stay in touch. And if you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And also share with the people that you love. If you're ready to take it up a notch, head over to my website at nikailamariah.com to claim your free copy of Awaken Abundance Activation Series and claim the wealth that's within you. Until next time, guys, kick some ass because you deserve it all.